It's the Urban Parlay with your host, Sandra DuBose. Vibe with the tribe that'll take your stress away. Right here on the Urban Parlay. Bonjour, and welcome to the Urban Parlay podcast with your host, Sandra DeBose. Listen, I am so psyched about this particular episode of the Urban Parlay because it's such an important topic. Today, we are going to be talking about single mothers. Shout out to the single moms, the baby moms, all the moms, okay? Um, but we're going to be giving the top 10 tips for single moms. So the first thing I need you to do is tell your friends, I need you to share this episode because I want you to think about all of the single mothers that you know, they need to hear this episode. And if this is you, I need you to pull up a chair, get comfortable because we about to go in. Let me just set the stage. Here's a statistic for you. According to the 2020 census, Out of about 11 million single parent families with children that are under the age of 18, 80% of those were headed by single mothers. Did you know that? Today, one in six children under the age of 18, which is a total of about 12.6 million, are raised without a father. Did you hear that? One in six without a father. Almost 50% of single mothers, they've never been married. Almost 30% of them are divorced and the other 20% are either separated or they are widowed. But the other thing is that many women today, honestly, are choosing to be a single mother. It's not necessarily some negative situation. It is a choice that we can make because as we know, the reality is that We're outnumbered in that, you know, there's so many more women than there are to men in terms of availability when it comes to the dating scene and potential partners, especially um, for black and brown people, right? And so many of us realistically will not find that husband, but does that mean that you should not be able to fulfill your dream of being a mother? I say not so, which is why there's so much wonderful technology um, that allows us to still have that dream be alive. So when we think of single mother, we all automatically kind of get this idea in our mind like, oh, my God, that poor lady. But not so much. There's a lot of powerful single women that got their stuff together and are making the choice to be a single mother because they want to be a mother. So it's such a broad spectrum when it comes to single motherhood. But at the end of the day, the task is still the same. So for me, just to tell you a little bit about why I'm passionate about this, I actually became a single mother back in 2014. And that was when my marriage dissolved. And my daughters at the time were just 12 years old and one was about to turn 16. So I was right in that teenage stage when we decided to dissolve our marriage. But for me, honestly, I never had the experience of growing up in a single parent household. I had my mom and my dad and sister, um, and then my children, you know, it was always me and their father. And so I didn't know anything about how to be a single mom. Like, what does that look like? 
And it wasn't, it was really deep for me to recognize how the dynamic in the household really does change when there's not a father in that house, that energy of the male and the female energy in the home. And it's off balance when the father is not there. There were certain things that when their father was there, just his presence alone would regulate some of that foolishness, okay? I mean, if they came out, they saw daddy sitting there, mm, they might not try it. But when it was just me, I found that I really had to put a little bit more bass in my voice. I had to, you know, kind of be a little bit more firm. It just really shifts the atmosphere. And the truth is, I don't care how wonderful of a mother you are, we cannot be a father as well. There's a very specific um, contribution that fathers make that a woman could never we can't, we just can't be that. And you know what? Jill Scott said it best. She says, I can teach him how to walk and stand, but I cannot teach him how to be a man. And that's the God's honest truth. Even when it comes to raising young girls, I can teach her how to be a woman. How, but however, I can't show her how it is that a man is supposed to treat her. I can't teach her the energy of a man, the protection and how it feels to have that kind of tenderness from a man. That's something that only a man can do. So to the fathers out there, I want you to know you are needed, you are valued. And by any means necessary, we want you to be a part of your children's life because your contribution and your love is invaluable. And no matter how many single strong women you see out here, please believe that if we have a choice about the matter, we'd prefer to have you there because we love you and we need you. So this is a shout out to the mothers, but I don't in any way want to take away the valuable contribution of our fathers. Okay. So let's just set the tone right there. You know, when it comes to this single mother experience that I've been having, I have learned so much. And I just have to tell you, it has stretched me, child. I know I'm saved. If I didn't know I was saved, I know I'm saved now. Because being a single mom and some of the challenges that, you know, come along with that. And when I say challenges, not just with the children, but just even internally, the way it tests you, the way that it stretches you. I have certainly had to lean on God and my network and also develop great friendships. And one friend in particular um, has been really, really just a, a wonderful inspiration to me um, and so many other things. And I asked her if she would come and be my co-host because this is a big topic, you know, and I don't know everything. So I needed to get some other wisdom in on this situation. And the reason why, I, why I'm so freaking proud of her, and I tell her that all the time, her kids are younger than mine, but I tell you what, when I see her out with her children, she is just, uh, she's got it going on. You know, these kids are amazing. They're doing incredible things in the community. They are focused. They're great students. They're well-mannered. She has them out doing some of everything. They perform together. They are at the museum. She is exposing them to so many wonderful things. And she's just focused. And it really is just a beautiful thing 
to watch. So I asked her, she's part of my village, and I asked her if she would come on with me today as my co-host for the Urban Parlay podcast today. And together, we're just going to sit here and talk like we always talk. And we've come together and put together 10 tips. There's so much that we could say, but we chose the top 10 that we really feel would be invaluable for any single mother. So without further ado, please help me welcome to the Urban Parlay podcast, my partner in crime. This is India Williams. Welcome, child. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that introduction was, woo, made my heart just (laughs) just beat a little faster. You know I love me some India. You oh know I goodness. love me some India. I love you too, Miss Sandra. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm so proud of you, sis. And I just feel like, you know, people need to understand, you know, just because we make it look easy. Uh, <laughs> ooh, <bye. laughs> the myth. The myth. <laughs> I know. The struggle is real for real for real. And, you know, but it takes the humility to ask for help when you need yes, it, ma'am. right? Absolutely. <laughs> It takes, it takes being able to identify other women who are doing it successfully mm-hmm. and asking the question, you know, and that's what this time is all about. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey, India? Yes. So <laughs> I'll start by saying a thank you. Thank you for um, seeing in me sometimes what it's hard for me to see in myself and, you know, just being mm. an encourager because that's really essential for for single moms out here trying to rock it out just hearing and seeing you know the encouragement um so I appreciate that tell us about your kids how old are they now so the twins are 15 uh they will be 16 in March my son is 11 yeah so yeah so that that journey happened quickly I I went from having zero children to two (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in a matter of 15 minutes <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and um we we were not married and so um I was instantly a single mom you know mm. it, it wasn't a situation where you know we were married and separate you know I was instantly a single mom as soon as I gave birth to them let's get into these top 10 tips for mm-hmm. single moms. And like I said before, we could go on all day with some, you know, what you need to know, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, we just kind of pick the top 10 that we're like, okay, these are the absolutes must that you, you have to, you know, you would want to incorporate in your experience of being a, a single mom. So I'm going to let you kick it off. I'm going to be your uh, amen corner, my co-host here, Miss <laughs> India Williams, and I'm just going to chime in. So why don't you set it off with tip number one of the top 10 tips for single moms. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like we should have some music playing right there. You know, Yeah, somebody <laughs> give me a beat. Give me something. Yes, yes. Yeah. Something smooth, you know, kind of neo-soul. Yeah. Just vibe with it. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. So, yes, Sandra, you're so right. There's so many, there's, there's really not, there's not a list. There's, yeah. there's, there's a... You know, because when people think of lists, they think of this long, exhaustive, you know, um, oh, gosh, I'll never be able to accomplish all of those things. So these right. are more like concepts. You know, we, okay. we have them in a list form. But mm-hmm. if you can just understand the concepts and yeah. don't think about it as a list of 
just another list to add to your life of, <laughs> of lists. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, you know, concepts that once you get a grasp on the concept, it just becomes a part of how you operate. And it's no longer something you have to check off or tick off or, or think that you're not accomplished because you didn't get done with everything on the list, incorporate it as part of who you are. So I like that. Very good. Yeah. So yeah, the first thing that I, that I have that came to my mind was put your own oxygen mask on first. Amen. Now, amen. Now we've heard that before. Amen. Right. We've heard that mm-hmm. before. You know, when you get on the plane, the the stewardess um, they come out and they tell you, they give you the instructions on you know what to do in case of emergencies. And part of that is, if the cabin loses pressure, the mask <laughs> is going to drop from the ceiling, and there'll be enough for everybody that's in that row to, that drops down. And they tell right. you, if you have small children, put your mask on first and then put now. the child's mask on. And I remember the first time I ever heard that I was probably a teenager. Cause that's when I first started flying. And I was mm-hmm. like, what, what, do you, what do you tell them? Put the, put the, put the kids mask on first. What kind of person does that? <laughs> However, right. As, you know, as I'm older now, and of course I understand the concept is that the purpose of the oxygen mask is so you won't pass out. Right. Because if it loses a certain amount of pressure, we could all just pass out and the whole plane is, is, is is knocked out (laughs) if there's no oxygen mask. So it could happen that if you go to try to put your kid's mask on first, then you pass out then who's going to take care of the kid? <laughs> you right. know? So take, do yours first. You have to, you have to focus on self in order to be available for all the other people that need you. So yes. um, I, I, wow. Another thing, you know, that kind of piggybacks off of that concept is that you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. We pour so much into our children, our, our jobs, our church, our community, but what are you going to get from an empty cup? If someone needs something from you and you don't have it, if you have not replenished, you have not restored, you have not rejuvenated all the reads, you have not done it. (laughs) They're not going to get anything out of you. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so we have to be responsible for making sure that happens. We have to be responsible for our own self-care. And that looks different for everybody. You know, yeah. some people, you know, consider self-care to be going to get a mani-pedi. Mm-hmm. Well, that might not be everybody's reality, you know. Sure. Or desire. Or desire. <laughs> exactly. So, right. you know, um, when I see these lists of self-care, you know, I'm, there's another list. <laughs> right. I know, you know, so it's easy to get discouraged by that because you, you might be thinking, well, I can't even afford that. Like, I'm just trying to keep the lights on. I can't do no mani-pedi. You know, right. so that's not a priority, not a priority. So <laughs> yeah. whatever self-care looks like for you, for you, um, right. It, and it, cha- it may change from season to season. What self-care looks like for you right now yeah, may be different in your next season. So it's all about identifying what that is and then making sure that you take time for it. I love that you I love that you said that and how it is different in different seasons, right? So, I mean, just to kind of bring it home like what that really looks like and you know, it could be as simple as I know for me when my kids were younger, 
um, and I know a lot of people probably do this. I know you and I talked about doing this. You know, when you come home from work, whether you pull up to the house and you might need to sit in that car for another yeah. 15 minutes, I'm not ready to go <laughs> in the house yet, mm-hmm. right? You know, you need that, give yourself that unapologetic time just for you, even if it, and now that don't cost you nothing, okay? Because not, uh, not a dime. It don't cost you a dime <laughs> to just sit whether it is just kind of, I don't know, you uh, here's a great idea. You could sit yeah. in the car, you could turn yeah. on the Urban Parlay podcast. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, just there's get a you thought. a few minutes. <laughs> there's a thought. There's a thought. <laughs> Escape. Escape yeah. into the Urban Parlay podcast. Escape. You know, but just just do something for yourself, whether it's listening to music, time of prayer, or maybe it's just time of silence. You know, yeah. you came from work and you just need a moment to just be still. It could be just that mm. simple. I know when my kids were younger, I would get in the house and like kids do, they're excited. Mom's home and they're thinking about themselves. They're hungry. They want to tell you about their day. They got homework. They got a project. They're jumping off the walls. Um, Ma'am, I'm going to need you to leave me alone for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I am not just because you see me physically here. I am not available just yet. So I had to teach right. them that what Sandra needed was just I needed to detox and it became, I need a minute. It became a thing. I would come in the house. They knew that she's not available yet. Hi mom, but she's not available for our spiels. So I would go into my room and I would take the time that I needed in order to restore, to be by myself, put on my house clothes. You know what I'm saying? Put on some stretch pants, get get out of my work clothes. Give me a minute. And when, when this door opens, and not until then, don't come knocking on it now. When I open it, <laughs> when, when this door opens, then I will be ready to say, okay, now, what do you need? Now I can start. Right. Doing it. Now I can hear about your day and listen and be fully present, but give yourself. So self-care can be just as simple. And the other thing I want to touch on before we move on, especially as we're raising children, I mean, daughters specifically, you know, a lot of times think about the women in your life, whether it was your mother, your grandmothers, we have not been taught as women. The reason that this is so hard and the reason that this is number one is because we have to break some serious, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, India? Uh, we yeah, have the, to- Well, the mindset, you have to shift the mindset. Is that what you kind of- Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Because we've not seen it done, right? So that, yeah, so I, right. even the generational curse of watching mm-hmm. women give, give, give and break themselves yeah. down and never mm. give to themselves. We've not seen what balance look like. We've only seen mama them, grandmama them doing everything for everybody, but we've not yep. seen them really- find that balance of self-care and you know whether it is a mani-pedi or whatever it is not everyone has seen this done so we have to be intentional about teaching our daughters that it's okay to love on yourself it's okay Mm -hmm. to pause and to give back to yourself and we do that by leading by example take off that daggone cape with the s on your chest and show them i am a woman i am a human being and as a human being i need some time for self-care and it's not um it's non-negotiable it is necessary Mm -hmm. and teach your children to respect that and to give that to themselves as well that's part of it we have to lead by example you're exactly right um something you said kind of woke up something in me when you said, you know, Mm -hmm. that you have to, when you were telling your daughters, listen, um, this is mommy's time and I can't be with you right now, 
give me a few minutes and then you get mommy, you get mommy back. You know, we, we, we hear all the time, you have to teach people how to treat you. And we're just good at telling other people we're good at saying that to other people, but we also have to think about that with our children. We have to teach Mm -hmm. our children how to treat us. They don't come into this world knowing how to, you know, knowing what that, that dynamic is. We, we instill that in them. And so with single moms, we have a unique situation. And so we have to set the tone for what the relationship is going to be. And, you know, kids are so resilient. They will get in where they fit in. They will will rock with you. I I promise you, they will rock with you. If you set the tone for how it needs to be for your situation, they will get on board. And so I know that probably people with young children are thinking, how in the world can I make that happen? I have little bitty babies. How can I come in the house and be like, this is mommy's time. They're going to be climbing all over me. I promise you. It starts mm-hmm. with very, it starts with body language. It starts yes. with you being prepared to have other things for that child or baby or little one to occupy themselves. Babies, babies learn very quickly how to self-soothe. They're oh, learning no that before you even bring them home from the hospital. I know we like to think that our children and babies depend on us for every little bitty thing, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. God equipped them with the ability (laughs) to handle some things on their own. And so I think it's part of shifting, you know, the mindset of what we think we are to our children. We we're not their everything. We're really not. And we, we don't give them enough credit that they can handle some things on their Mm, own that was good and of course (laughs) as they get older it becomes you know more and more things that they can do independently but you know if you allow them the space to be able to be sufficient self-sufficient in some areas now i would i expect your one-year-old to feed themselves (laughs) absolutely i would not not i'm not telling anybody to make make their three-month-old give themselves a bottle if they're not holding their bottle yet. But you know, right. so, but what I'm suggesting is that um, you have to look at empower. your situation and empower, yes, your empower your children. Absolutely empower yes. your children. And yes. d- don't be peeking on the Facebook page <laughs> of your friend who's got an entirely different situation going yeah. on mm-hmm. and comparing what you've got to what they've got because your situation is different and you have to handle yourself differently. And, you know, and that's just, that's the reality of it. So, yeah. And every, every child is different. Cause I did see a TikTok with a one-year-old who was making their own bowl of cereal. That was pretty impressive. However, (laughs) (laughs) however, not every, not every child comes equipped to do something like that at one years old. Exactly. Okay. Cool beans. Wonderful. That's good stuff. And we needed to take our time on that one because we really want you to, to get it. Cause I think self-care is just, it's the, it's the most important. And it's the first thing that we, we take off the list. Like, oh no, no, forget it. You know, we're so used Mm -hmm. to being a martyr. (laughs) It's like, no, (laughs) learn how to put yourself first. And just remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup and protect your peace and set healthy boundaries. So, mm. all right. Number two, what else you got? Tip number two, India. Yeah. So <laughs> this one is going to sound cruel, but I promise you <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay. Learn to say no and mean it. And Uh-oh. when I say learn to say no, who are we saying it to? 
not just others, because see, it's we we we're, we're good at telling other people no, right? Mm-hmm. We, we've gotten good at it, but right. telling our children no, we think that's cruel, <laughs> and <laughs> it's actually not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, no is a complete sentence, by the way. No, no is, is a, a, complete, a sentence. complete sentence. You know, I think if we get that concept and we start doing it and being right. okay with it and not holding on to guilt from having said that, mm. some of the other things that are on the list will fall into place a lot easier. Um, but yeah, I, that mom guilt can get to you. That mom guilt, <laughs> you know, right. it, it can yeah. eat at you. It really can. Here's, here's the other thing I want to say about that, too, is that when there is not the uh, father in the house, and this is what I was talking about earlier in terms of that balance, mm-hmm. right, of that male energy. And so it's that yin and yang, right, the good cop, bad cop, where, yeah. you know, sometimes <laughs> you you can be the sweet little mom and make kiss the boo-boo and make everything okay. Because, you know, when you got that other person that's like, yo, I said no, and then you're like, <laughs> don't do the baby like that you know Mm -hmm. but when you don't have that person and you don't have that balance you have to then put the bass in your voice and you have to be able because you're because they see you as the mom what you don't want to be is a pushover what you don't want to be is having to feel like uh you know saying I'm going to call you so-and-so. I'm going to call so-and-so. No, I ain't got to call nobody. Okay. <laughs> what we're going to do, we're going to regulate all this up in here. And you're going to have to be able to find that balance that they know that your voice. And when you say no, it's a no. They're not, mm-hmm. not going to keep testing you. They're not going to keep trying you, but too much. Cause you have to be able to put your foot down where you need to. And I understand that. Cause I, I could definitely say after, you know, moving out of my marriage, it was difficult for me because before I could be more lax. Now mm-hmm. I can't do that. So I have to be able to stand in my no, or these kids are going to run over me and yeah. I can't have that. So it's, it's that because I love you, I have to be able to set these boundaries and you have to be able to hear my voice that when I say no, that's it. And that's all mama that's said, it and that's all. <laughs> That's it. And yeah. that's all. Because what you're mm-hmm. not going to do is worry me to death thinking, you know what I mean? At yeah, some point. because they, they they will learn oh, when yeah. you're no means no. Right. And if you've been firm, you know, yes. that testing won't happen too much more <laughs> beyond that point. That's but right. if you give if you always give soft no's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that turn into yeses exactly. after multiple, you know. Yeah. Then they already know you've taught them how to treat you. You've taught them that your no does not actually mean no. So they're going to keep trying. So yeah, they go, they're not going to take you seriously. So not at all. You, you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. So you definitely have to find that balance and let them know what the deal is. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and check yourself too, when you start to feel yeah. like, you know, woo, 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 woo. It's like, listen, honey, all of that right there. <laughs> You know, yeah. they, you, you're going to, you're going to have a problem in your hand if you don't teach your children early to respect you. And when you say something that m- my word is my bond, mama done said she ain't fitting to mm-hmm. buy me these sneakers if I don't pass this, these classes. So you can't <laughs> just, you know, they didn't pass and yet you still rewarding them for bad behavior right. because you are right. so scared because they, because they in their, their room and they sulking and you can't handle the fact that they sad Oh, I can handle it just fine. You can soak there as mm-hmm. long as you need to. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to toughen up, right? That's you're gonna right. have to thug, thug it out a little bit. And that's just one of the things as a well, single yeah. mom. Yeah. 
well, you know, when, when I have those soft moments, which don't happen often, as far as backing <laughs> off from my no, um, yeah. I do have soft moments as a mom, just, you know, nurturing, nur- being a nurturer and, you of know, course. just their balance, there's balance with, yes, there's balance with, you know, being able to be free with your yes, as yeah. well as be firm with your no. Now, Good. what I was going to say was, uh, yeah. So whenever I feel those weak moments, though, I think about the end goal. What is the end end goal for me? I'm trying to bring up responsible citizens in this world that will Mm -hmm. go out here and make make good decisions um, that will be impactful in our community. And if I'm not setting the foundation for that, then it's going to be a little harder for that end goal to be met. And so, you know, whenever I think about any of my decisions, I, I stop and remember, okay, what's the end goal? What's the end goal? You know, right. because that's, that's what bringing up children is all about. You know, setting this foundation for what their adult life is going to be. You know, it starts right. with, with, with what we're doing. And so, that's you know, good. when it gets hard, I, I think about, okay, end goal, end goal, end goal. And then, good. and good. then usually that kind of clicks me back into, into gear. So I love yeah. that. I love that you said that. And I think that's, that's one of your strengths, most definitely that you're very, analytical that's probably that it side of you that be (laughs) analyzing (laughs) stuff i love that that's it okay let's move to number three talk about tip number three go ahead yeah so tip number three manage your finances Ooh, honey and i'm listen listen i'm not Mm -hmm. even gonna front like i've been doing this for years and years and i got it all under my belt no it's a (laughs) work in progress but yeah. I tell you what, when you have learned to manage your finances, yeah, oh, it will take so much stress off of you. And I know that's a loaded point, right? Because there's a lot that goes along with that. It's having the means to support your family. Right. Um, for me, that meant For me, I knew what that looked like. I knew it meant making more money because I knew that I would not be able to take my children to the end, the end of the line, you know, the end Mm -hmm. goal Mm -hmm. with the money that I was making and doing what I was doing. So I knew that there was some homework I needed to do to get into a place where I could be able to support that lifestyle that I wanted for them to make that happen. And it didn't, it didn't, it didn't look like oh, we out here, you know, bling, bling. And we got all the newest sneakers. It didn't look like that for me. For some people right. that, that, that they feel like they've arrived when they can buy their kids the nicest clothes and they out here, you know, buying sure. cars and jewelry and all that. That may be what it looks like for them. But for me, it meant right. being able to um, have a stable environment for them, um, yeah. a decent place to live, mm-hmm. um, good quality food to put in their bodies, Um, you know, other enriching activities to add to, you know, whatever education Education. they were going to be receiving. Yeah. Um, So those were the things that I said to myself, I I want these things for my children. Like I knew I can't afford this, you know, five-star private education at the top notch, you know, private school. I knew I, I knew that was not reality for me. But I knew that I could provide more if I was making more money. Like I knew I, I, I was like, God, if you just, if you just, I promise you, you can trust mm. me with it. Like 
you know, and it goes back to biblical. If yeah. you are a good steward over totally. a little God, will, he, he will, he will meet you that he will see, I, I see you, my child. I see what yes. you're doing. Right. And he will, he will enlarge your territory. He will, he will. And so um, he has done that. And, you know, I've gotten to the point where I understand the importance of a budget. One of the things you always talk about is writing the vision and then executing it. So it's really about having a plan, whether it's financially for whether it's, you know, we want to move towards home ownership, you know, maybe a plan of how am I going to put my children through college? How am I going to support them? You know, your kids are going to be 16 years old. The girls are going to start driving soon. We have to, you know, we have to start to think (laughs) forward about, oh Lord, my car insurance is about to go through the roof with these new drivers I got to put on here. You know, what kind of car am I going to get for these kids? Like, all of these things. And it doesn't just happen and fall out of the sky. Those kind of things are possible, but you've got to make a plan and you have to start to prepare in advance. Don't wait till when it's about to happen to say, okay, what I'm gonna do? No, it's thinking forward, you know, years from now, you know, this is something that is an inevitable expense. How can I start to put away? How can I start to save and build a nest egg? So when that time comes, I'm not like, hit upside the head. Like if I didn't know they was going to be 16 and needed to drive one day, you know what I mean? So oh, all yeah. of that comes into, yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the five P's is what comes to my mind. Um, I learned this a long time ago and it, you know, it, it rings in my ear constantly. The five P's prior preparation prevents poor performance. All right. I'll say it again. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. So that's related to the whole concept of, you know, writing the vision and making it and making it plain and then executing on it. So if we don't have the vision written, we've never taken the time to say what our yearly goals will be as a family, share Mm. it with your kids. I love y'all sit down together and write out yearly goals. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know families who do this, not just single parent families, but you know, um, it needs to be a practice overall, you know, that's just, you know, a good practice to, to have to, you know, we, sometimes we do it for ourselves, mm-hmm. maybe professionally, maybe, maybe the job even requires you to kind of sit down with your manager and talk about your goals or whatever, but do it for yourself and also do it with your family. And that. you'd be surprised at how well the kids will jump on board and help with the, with executing on that vision. And the the reason why they will help is because there'll be an action plan and the action plan will have steps that they're responsible for to get to Mm -hmm. that, to get to that point. For example, Mm -hmm. if it's buying a house, if the goal is buying a house, there's going to be sacrifices that we're Mm -hmm. all going to have to make. And so, you know, what responsibility are you going to have to, you know, to getting to this, um, to this end goal. And, right. you know, it becomes, it becomes real for them when they're a part of that action plan, you know, when they're yeah. a part of achieving that goal and mm-hmm. it becomes just even sweeter when, when that happens and they see that they were a part of making that happen. 
I love that you said that because one of the things I always feel like as an adult, it's like, I feel like I'm learning how to do stuff, but I'm like, why nobody told me how to do this? And it's nothing <laughs> like learning through the experience. So engaging the children in this plan for the family is absolutely brilliant because then they're invested. It's not just some you know, thing that we're subjective to because mommy got her little notebook and she's writing these little secret things in there. <laughs> exactly. And now we're all, we're all punished because she won't let us have McDonald's. It's like, <laughs> she keeps talking about no, you got McDonald's not, money. <laughs> yeah. It's not part of the plan. It's like, what the hell is in that notebook? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's right. like stopping my life from being great. But yeah. if notebook is opened up and said, Hey guys, how would you feel about if we, if we had a backyard and we had a house and you could have your own room yeah. So here are the ways that we make that happen. And yeah. here are some things that we're going to have to be able to sacrifice. Are you guys in? Can we do this? You know, and then it becomes about holding each other accountable for the vision. And those are incredible life skills that they're going to need when mm -hmm. it comes to when they get out on their own, they're going to need to know what that really looks like, the sacrifice and what it feels like to win when you do achieve your goal. So right. I, I love that. That's absolutely brilliant. Let's move on to number four. Let's talk about that one. Tip number four. Yeah, I think four is <laughs> um, sometimes it's hard because well, this one is about utilizing your village or your support system. And I say it's hard because sometimes people think they're all alone and it's easy to feel siloed and, you know, just kind of thrown away, you know, when you're a single mom. Um, right. It is because, you know, many of our communities are not very supportive, um, not I don't think out of um, disregard, but just sometimes people don't know how to support, um, mm -hmm. you know, single mom, single parents. And so because of that, you're, you can be left feeling alone. Right. So when I say utilize your support system and someone says back to me, what support system? Hey, it's just me. It's just me and my kids. It's just me and my <laughs> right. kids. Right. Because it, it's easy to feel that way, that it's just you and your, you and your kids. And sometimes for um, some people it is, right? Sometimes so, for some people it is. And so right. to that, I would say, guess what? First of all, you are enough. Let's just say that. Let's just let that be clear. You are enough. I say that a lot to um, single moms to empower them and encourage them that, you know, God gave you everything that you need inside of you um, mm -hmm. to be enough for your children. However, yeah. It's good to have a support system to take the load off, you know, from time to time, because we talked about sure. self-care, being able to, you know, have some breathing room to be able to regroup, rejuvenate and all of that. So right. for those for those people who do have a support system, sometimes mm -hmm. you've got support right around you and you've just not asked for help. You've just not asked. Right. You know. So you have to humble yourself yourself to the point of yes. being able to ask. Right. Um, so so you know, don't say you don't have support if you've never asked. And if you asked and people, everybody you asked said no, then then we have another situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, right. um I've 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 had support come come from different areas um and look different ways, you know. Yeah. And all the support wasn't people that looked like me. You know what I mean? That, so yes, we, we kind of get closed off in our mind about what our village should look like. 
your village doesn't necessarily mean just people who look and talk and act like you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So open, open and expand your mind to what that village might look like, you know? Right. And like I said, uh, open your mouth and ask for help. Yeah. I love that you said that because I think that's the hardest part, especially for women um, and men too. No, mm-hmm. I just think as for people generally, yeah. you know, we don't always want to ask for help, right? Yeah. We're like, <laughs> we're charged with being strong. We got this, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you just, you don't always want to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to piggyback off what, what you said, because you said you are enough. And yes, yeah. we are enough, but we are not everything. That's right. right. That's so right. Here's, we're not everything. And, and here's the reality. You can't be everything to your child. Um, you know, <laughs> they're going to need some other mentors. They're going to need some other people to talk to because they can't talk to you right. about everything. You play a very specific role and that's very important, but you, you need some other characters that can round it out mm-hmm. and make this experience, you know, for you where it's more realistic, where you're not trying to be a one man band because you yeah. can't play that instrument. You know, they're going to need that auntie that they could talk up mm-hmm. to, to their, to things about, because they can't tell mama because mama going right. to chastise. <laughs> so they need a safe place. They need an adult that they can maybe share some things with. So it's about finding that village for support for you on your journey and insight in addition to finding the support for your kids. So like yeah. one of the things that you do, India, that I love is that your son, who's mm-hmm. 11, as we've shared, you have been intentional about finding male role models for him to be able to connect to. So, cause you're not trying to be that person, but you recognize, Absolutely. Hey, we've got a gap here. I need somebody to fill it and seeking out those type of environments and people that would be willing. And again, it doesn't always have to look like you, but that male energy is crucial for his development. So talk about how you've been able to identify and utilize your village to fill in the gaps in your parenting. First of all, I ask the Holy Spirit to give me discernment Mm -hmm. because, you know, and that's, that's not just with my son by no means, you know, any, any uh, people that are going to be around my children, um, influencing them, you know, I, I, I ask for discernment, you know, from the Holy Spirit to guide me on who those people should be. Um, and he has a way of putting people in your path, you know, again, write the vision in in your prayers too, and pray specific prayers about, you know, what it is that, um, that you want for your children. And, you know, I, I prayed long, um, before he got to age 11, you know, about, about what that looked like, because he was a year and a half when we separated, you know, he was, he he didn't know his father very well. I mean, he only knew of him and, you know, knew what his sisters had to say, you know, their memories and things that they had um, experienced with him. So he did not have that at all. And, um, you know, so again, I, I wanted to be very clear that I wasn't coming across as trying to be his dad, but also recognizing that that male energy is something I cannot replicate, nor do right. I wish to replicate. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate it. I absolutely appreciate male energy, uh, male presence. Um, mm-hmm. And I want him to understand that about me, that I wasn't some mama out here that was trying to, you know, do it all and not understand the importance of a man, because then that would say, I didn't think he was important. You know That's what I mean? Because he's going to be a man yeah. one day. 
And if I'm out here like, yeah, I got it all. I got it. I don't need no man. Then what does that say about who he is or who, right. who he's going to value. be? You know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> later for all that, we're not doing that, ladies. We're not doing that in 2021. We're not taking that negative energy. We're not bashing dads. You no. know, um, when when we're not doing it. So you know, with that being said, yes, male energy, male role models, um, and the are village important. Is- the village is important and God has just blessed me with, yeah, I, it's not even like I had to put out applications like anybody want to be a mentor for my son. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, God has just aligned us with who mm-hmm. needs to be in his life. And it's just been a blessing. And I'm sure there will be others that, you know, come into the village as he gets older and, you know, develops into a, a teenager and all that good stuff and stuff that I do not have the, the knowledge to deal with Lord. <laughs> That's right. You, you don't know nothing about all that foolishness. <laughs> and you know, and 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 perhaps it's in God's plan that that He will send my help me, you know, and that yeah. that will take care of that. You know, so who knows? I'm open to it, Lord. <laughs> and I'm glad that you I'm glad that you said that because that's a, a perfect segue to our tip number five. And and let me yes. just say as we can see this is a very thick conversation there's so much Mm -hmm. that can be said um so much so that we're going to do a part two because it's just too much to to do all 10 tips in this one episode so we're going to end this episode with tip number five and I encourage you to join us next week for part two of the top 10 tips uh, for single moms, but we're going to end with tip number five for today. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and I love this one uh, because it's, like I said, it's right in alignment with what uh, India was just saying. And when we were putting it together, I started to think about this song from Betty Wright <laughs> called no pain, no gain. And we yes, just started ma'am. jamming out to it. <laughs> and there's a line in the song where she says, be a cook in the kitchen, a lady in the street. You hey. can't show your teeth to every guy you meet. It's all right to be a little sweet, but be a mama with the kids and you know what in the sheets? No pain. <laughs> no gain, no gain, no she gain. She said it. Listen, she, she said, said it. She said, you cannot show your teeth to every guy you meet. Come I'm on just, here. I, she said it. I'm co-signing. <laughs> Too. Yeah, and so, yeah. what do we mean by that? So, you know, uh, India just said, you know, hopefully she will find, you know, God will send um, that yeah. person for her. Um, and I, I totally touch and agree with you on that for yours and mine, girl, mm-hmm. and mine. Yes, we're we'll um, going right now. <laughs> we going to touch agree, touch the screen. Everybody just lift your hand <laughs> to the screen right now, to your phone, whatever. <laughs> just lift it, okay? Uh, but until then, you know, dating, being a mom, mm-hmm. entertaining um, men around mm-hmm. your children, all of that stuff is very, very, I'm, I'm sorry, sis, but you can't have a hot girl summer. You just can't right now. <laughs> you know, when your kids are a certain age, there's a way that you have to do the, the hot girl summer because you have to be mindful. You know, for me, I'll say this, there are some seasons I've learned that are sacrificial seasons in my mm-hmm. life. Absolutely. And I feel like it's, an, but it's not even a sacrifice because it's an investment mm-hmm. of my time in my children because I'm going to get a return on that investment. 
Absolutely. Now, me not allowing myself to be distracted by funsies. Now, that's different between from a man showing up in your life who is clearly presenting himself as wanting something substantial and really holding mm -hmm. space as the man in mm -hmm. your life and someone who's just here texting you, good morning, what you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> listen, sir, okay, we don't have time for your good morning, beautiful text. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Or yes. your random once a week, you know, just trying to keep me in your lineup, some ridiculous, <laughs> I ain't got time for no games. I'm good and grown. I got to make sure these children get this homework done. I got to make sure, you know what I mean? You got really important things. You got to be on top of your kids and, and all of that. And that takes a lot of energy that you don't have time for foolishness. So, you know, that's the whole part. Yeah, we all like attention. We all like to, you know, have fun, whatever. But it's a balance where you don't spend too much time and energy on silly stuff when you're not being that that prohibits you from being fully present to the things that are most important because a, a man and relationships, they will be there. But your kids are not going to be young forever. And yeah. this is when they need you most most. And if you are distracted, you will miss it and they could fall off and make some bad decisions. And you miss the cue because you had your face in your phone texting with some weirdo because you just <laughs> wanted to be titillated instead yeah. of being focused on yeah. the fact that your child is out there. Who she what you need to know is who in the world she in the room texting who she texted that's mm -hmm. what you need to mm -hmm. know <laughs> the whole computer in the room yeah yeah that's right you need to know what kind of what kind of pictures she's sending through her mm -hmm. daggone phone instead mm -hmm. of you being out there sending pictures what we talking about so sometimes you just have to it's a balance and I'm not saying I'm not judging or any of that I'm just keeping it real you know when when you want to have uh kids that are responsible and focused and all of those things they don't just happen it comes with sacrifice sometimes so talk a little bit about that as we wrap up this episode yeah yeah so ooh, again this is a hot and heavy subject because it's hot and heavy don't you be telling me i can't have friends and do my thing and okay okay calm down, sis. <laughs> calm down <laughs> sis. so we're not canceling hot girl summer we're not canceling it and the reason i say that is because <laughs> Yes, you need to like feel feminine and feel, you know, wanted and needed and all of that good stuff. I get it. It's sure. natural. Yeah. So we're going to modify the hot girl summer. We're going to modify. We're going to make some modifications. It's a, warm, it's a warm girl, <laughs> a warm woman summer. <laughs> you know, I mean, so for me, for me having daughters, which my yes. son too, but I'm just going, you know, since I focused on him for a minute, I'm going to shift it to them. Sure. Um, I love men. Let me just say that. <laughs> I love men. <laughs> I love, I already talked about how I love male energy and I think sure. it's vital. I think that it's balance is necessary. Um, yeah. So with that being said, I could be out here jumping on everything, looking my way, um, yeah. accepting every invitation. Hello. But what kind of, is that a good look for my young daughters who are watching me, you know what I mean? And right. try to figure out how to, how to, how to conduct themselves as young ladies. No, not at all. Um, what you will not see is men coming in and out of my life. That part. We're not calling nobody daddy. We're not doing the uncle thing. We're not doing all of that. <laughs> <laughs> you <Right>. know, um, <laughs> what they do, what they will see is me mm -hmm. having healthy 
fun relationships with men. They will see, absolutely see me interacting with my male friends. They will see how I conduct myself with my male friends. Respectfully. Respectfully. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And again, that's not to say that, that you can't engage with a suitor that's trying sure. to pursue you. That's not to say that oh, right. I can't talk to you. I'm trying to raise my kids. No, that's not to say that because <laughs> you, you you miss your blessing if, yeah. if God has sent you that one, right? Sure, but sure. it's about using discretion, like being discreet. Mm-hmm. When you're in the early stages of a relationship, that doesn't need to be right. broadcast to your children. Like they don't need, because what if it doesn't work out? Now you got to break right. all that up. They, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe they got fond of this person and now, they, now it's over, you know, and here mm-hmm. you go. Uh, who's the next one? What are we doing now? So yeah. in That's the early CMI. stages, yeah. absolutely TMI. In the early mm-hmm. stages, just, you know, be discreet. Mm-hmm. So we're not canceling it. The tip is, use discretion. Right. Um, and that's the whole, not everyone that knocks on your door, right. you need to open. That's right. the whole, that's where the, you can't show your teeth to every guy you meet, you know, take it slow, be, be discreet, be mm-hmm. mindful. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done. Cause you like, but, but my, my right. hormones, I need, yeah. I need. And that's when I say, <laughs> you know, it probably will lead into the next set of tips, which talks about exercising your faith because sure. it takes more than what you, it, it takes more than your own. Don't give will. it away. Don't give it, away. <laughs> it takes more than your own will <laughs> yes. to sustain. It takes more than your own will. I'm just going to say that it takes, yeah. it's you have to get your strength from that's it from above. Yeah. You just that's have it. to. And we're, it's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're going to talk about, we're going to go yeah. deeper. We're going to go a little bit deeper. So the next five yeah. tips, we're, yeah. we're going to take it. We're going to take it a little bit deeper because the reality, mm. if you want to be successful as a single mom, and what does that look like? It looks like your children will let you know how successful you did at this job. <laughs> <laughs> they sure will. And they're going to write about you one day. <laughs> yeah, they're going to write about you. No, no, no. But, but you know what? Let me clarify that. Let me, let me clarify that too. Because the one thing that my kids said to me that I will never, ever forget, because it was so eye-opening. My oldest daughter said this to me because I was questioning her choices that I did not mm. particularly agree with on something. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you didn't get that from me. Like, I, you know better than that, you know? And she <laughs> said to me, she said, mom, you are not my only influence. Yes. And I really had to sit with that, like, dang, you know, no matter how right. wonderful I try to be at the end of the day, 50% of their DNA comes from somebody else. Okay. Absolutely. So, all right. There's that. There's that part. There, there's that part that's going to show up. DNA is a very strong thing. You know, yes. whether that person is present or they're not present, that mm-hmm. DNA be showing up, bro. You just be like, yes, you are dead seriously. You're, 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 you are your father's child. You're I thought you were gone. You're still here. Right. So you have that whole DNA dynamic inside of this little person that you're warring against. (laughs) And then you have, you know, of course, social influences where at the end of the day, they're going to make their own decisions about who it is that Mm -hmm. they want to be. So I don't have the final say. The most that I could do is for my own peace of mind, 
let it be said, let it be written. I did the best that I could. And this is what I taught you. This is the part that I tried to exemplify before you. Now, if you, if you, you could take some of that and run with it, some of it, it you, you, you may implement and some of it, you might just say, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do it my way. So that's to say, you know, you know, mom, sometimes your children may not turn out the way you thought they would. <laughs> they might make some mm-hmm. awful decisions. And and, and, and mm-hmm. even in that, you know, you have to just say, I know I did the best that I could, even yeah. if they did not take it. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. not like, you know, oh, if, if some your, your, your child does something crazy, it's like, oh, it's the mama's fault. No, everything ain't your daggone fault. You <laughs> feel right. me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to own that joint. You know, if I did my best and I taught you better, the rest of the onus is going to be on you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it, it's really about, you know, just doing the best you can, living it out the best you can. And just being, for me, it's always about protecting our children. So being very cognizant of who I allow around my kids, which means who I allow around me. And so- Um, And wanting to be the best example that I could be for my kids, even if that means I have to sacrifice, be discreet, but it's always being mindful. You can't just do whatever. Mm -hmm. That's just the, that's just the responsibility with comes with being a mother. And if you want to be a good one, it's a responsibility. Absolutely. But like I said, we're going to get into more of that for Mm -hmm. part two top 10 tips for single moms. Uh, India Williams, I want to thank you so much for yes, sharing this is good. your, this is yeah, good. Your, your personal testimony. First of all, I know there's a lot of women that can relate to some of the, you know, experiences that you've been through um, and just kind of where you are today. You're such an inspiration. So thank you for coming on mm, and for sharing you. your wisdom with the Urban Parlay podcast family. Um, and so, like I said, share this, share this episode with mm-hmm. your friends your peeps um and even with your male friends because they need to understand what single moms are going through as well so with that being said i thank you all so much for listening to the urban parlay podcast i wish you uh peace and blessings i bid you adieu and i look forward to speaking with you again next week so until then peace out thanks for tuning into today's episode of the urban parlay podcast If you have enjoyed this content, please go ahead and subscribe and then invite all your friends. Tell them to come hang out and vibe with your new tribe. If you would like to support with a donation, you can do so via Cash App at dollar sign Urban Parlay Podcast and via PayPal at paypal.me forward slash Urban Parlay. Thanks. It's the Urban Parlay. Vibe with the tribe right here on the Urban Parlay.